Welcome to the Look to Jesus podcast. I'm Shane Dwyer, and today is February 21, the first Sunday of Lent. Today's reflection is based on the scripture reading for the day, the Gospel, Mark chapter 1, 12 to 13. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. The reflection today is a little longer than our weekday reflections because it is a Sunday. Time is not a straightforward concept, evidenced in the cultures that influence the writing and development of the scriptures. The contemporary Western mindset, where time is past, present and future, and divided into minutes, hours, days, etc., does not adequately describe biblical time. We come closer to recognising the complexity when we reflect on the ancient Greek distinction between chronos, or sequential time, and kairos, the right, critical, or opportune moment. Yet there is more to it than that. Time in scripture can be chronological, chirotic, or eternal. Moreover, it may depict one, two, or all three of these. In these situations, the times and dates denoted say something, but are not necessarily intended to be understood from the point of view of chronos, or chronological time. They are an intent to communicate something richer than that. Many examples throughout the Bible push our understanding of time. For example, what are the seven days of creation intended to convey? Surely not chronos. And when scripture tells us that Noah's flood lasted for 40 days, in one version of events, that the Israelites wandered the desert for 40 years, and that Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness being tempted by the devil and assisted by the angels, we recognize that something is up. Time is being bent for a purpose and is an entry into time as God sees it. Immediately before today's text is the account of Jesus' baptism. The Father speaks and the Holy Spirit descends. It is kairos or kairotic time. That is to say, at the opportune moment, when the time was exactly right, God reveals himself in a very surprising way. It is the origin of our understanding of God's self-revelation as Trinity. We pick up from there with a curious twist. The Holy Spirit leads Jesus into the desert, there to encounter evil. Why would the Holy Spirit do something so counterintuitive? Is the Holy Spirit not more interested in leading us away from evil than in guiding us towards it? 
Today we learn that God is doing something more subtle than leading us into a life exempt from spiritual struggle. We contemplate the thought that the experience of evil is a necessary part of the road to spiritual maturity. Evil comes from a variety of different sources. Our society, our friends, our place of work, our family, members of our church, or our own hearts. It can be blatant or subtle, intermittent or persistent. We learn to avoid evil or counter it by recognizing it. We learn to recognize it by experiencing it. And we learn what it means to rise above it and not let it influence our lives by knowing what it is and resisting it. So among many other things, this is a reading about time. The season of Lent is primarily chirotic time where we have been provided with the opportunity to spend the next 40 days or so being led into the wilderness, there to encounter our own struggles and weakness. All the time we are to trust that it is the Holy Spirit who has led us to this moment, and that the strength and support we require will arrive. While we cross the Lenten desert, we keep our gaze fixed upon Easter, which is the definitive victory of Jesus against the evil one, against sin and against death. This is the meaning of this first Sunday of Lent, to place ourselves decisively on the path of Jesus, the road that leads to life. Look to Jesus. Look at what Jesus has done and go with him. Let us pray. Gracious God, ever true to your covenant, as your Spirit sent Jesus into the wilderness, so you call us, your people, into the desert of Lent. Bring us through these 40 days in the power of Christ's victory. May we be touched again by your call to conversion and have the strength to put aside what is not essential in our lives and entrust ourselves completely to you. Amen. Today's question for reflection. Jesus' time in the wilderness placed him in a position of vulnerability, open to attack from evil. Yet it was the Holy Spirit who drove him there. How did this experience prepare Jesus for what was to come?